0: does god exist welcome to this continuing look at some foundational issues of christianity and questions that are often asked of christians or posed against the christian belief so we're going to look today at at the existence of god And as we have in our earlier segments, we're going to look at that without referring to the Bible because the Bible is often contested by other people who are seeking to oppose Christianity or questioning the legitimacy of Christianity. And if we use the Bible as our authority, then then they will react against the Bible. Now, I know that the Word of God is, is true and without error in its original autograph. And I know that it is inerrant uh, and that we can and must rely on it, but that is not the position many take. And so we're told in 1 uh, Peter chapter 3, I think, verse 15, to always be ready to give an answer for the hope or reason for the hope we have in Christ Jesus. So we want to be ready, and part of being ready is being able to give an answer that is clear, concise, and capable of overcoming those objections based on truth and truth that would be known to the person doing that objecting. And so I want to address in this particular segment what is sometimes or maybe often referred to as the moral argument for the existence of God and for God's design and creation of the universe and all that is in it, including all of us. So the first thing we would note is that there are laws of the universe, and you might refer to them as laws of nature, but they couldn't have come from nature because nature didn't exist until creation. So there had to be a wisdom, a creator, with a super mind, a super intellect, so to speak, and we could go on with that looking at other uh, so-called natural laws and recognize that that they require thought and thinking is not something that matter does but it is something that god does over and above the issues of those so-called natural laws are laws that exist in the universe that must be addressed simply put if there's anything that's prohibited in all of the universe then that is a law, and to have a law, there must be a lawgiver. There must be a thoughtful creator who has created this law and placed it into all of his creation. If creation has no such law, then there is no right or wrong. If creation comes from matter or from nothing, then, then there is no law. There, there's just your thought and my thought. For you, killing is wrong. For somebody else, killing is fine. And one is the way you think and the other is the way they think. But neither one of you can say the other is right or wrong because there is no right or wrong. And, of course, we know that this is not the case. We know that, that there are things that we know innately that are built into our creation that we know are wrong. And there are things built into our very nature that we know are right. Things, things that we shouldn't do and things that we should do. And those come, those laws that are built in, come from a lawgiver. And the lawgiver cannot be something called nothing. As I heard someone say, nothing is what rocks dream about all day. But the laws that we know, for example, just the straightforward law that we should not take the life of another person, that is built into us and that comes from the Creator. And that Creator is not nothing but something. And that something that we, as we discussed earlier, is something that pre existed creation because He created time, space, and matter. And so he is a timeless, spaceless, immaterial. He's personal because he made the decision to create. He's powerful to be able to create. He is a God of love or creator of love because that's the only motivation there could be for creating uh, people and creating the universe that you didn't need. You did it for a purpose, and that purpose is a high purpose, not just Uh, circumstance and so when we think of an uncaused cause of all things that is timeless spaceless immaterial all-powerful personal loving then that is the god of the bible that is the god of the bible there's there's no other explanation that could fit And some might say, well, how do you know it's not the God of of Islam? How do you know it's not Allah? Well, honestly, at this point in the discussion, we don't know that. To know that, we would have to address the question of Jesus, the, the claims of the Bible that Jesus uh, lived a perfect, sinless life, died in our place, was buried, rose from the dead, and ascended to heaven and is coming back. We will address those in a subsequent part of this series.